Well, hello, folks, and welcome to another edition of the Firmamental Podcast. Tonight, we have the three of us in-house, man. It's an ARC episode. Alex, Raul, Claude, all of us together. We're going to be reading some Firmamentalist emails and probably some reviews that we've had on Spotify, podcasting app, and, and you know, res- responding to some of these emails. We want to start doing this more and get interactive with you guys. So just remember... Always, uh, our emails will be included in the in the description of every show. The website will be included in every show. Um, we do have a shop. There's going to be a link to a shop, folks. It is up and running now. We have the Firmamental shop. There's all kinds of stuff in there, man. There's hoodies. There's coffee mugs. There's water bottles. There's stickers. There's flags. There's t-shirts. There's zipper jackets. There's, I mean, what else am I missing here? This the baby ones that you can get you can get all kinds of stuff done up and there's many different designs shout out to kati that's uh alex's wife she did a tremendous job her and alex together um coming up with the with the slogans and the designs and and you can get them in different colors and it's amazing stuff so go look at it go support the show and we picked out a, a spot where you can get good prices on some of this stuff and still get you know high quality clothes to rock or you know, um, cool coffee mugs or water, water bottles to use, magnets, I think. Another thing, you know, tapestries. So cool stuff coming out. Be looking out for that. We're going to include it in all the newer shows. And probably uh, throughout time, I'll, I might go back and add the links on older episodes as well. For those people that, that find us and just start listening to old episodes, uh, we could probably start posting the links. But definitely on this show and post, you're definitely going to see those links going up. So look out for that. Remember, send in your emails, send in your, uh, Alex over here, send in me funny messages, man. You need to stop. <laughs> All right. But yeah, make sure you, uh, interacting with us because we want to interact more with the firm of mentalists out there. You know, the firm fam, we want to, we want to have this community grow, but we want this, uh, interaction with you guys. So what else did I have to talk about with you guys? Remember to go support the Talking Stip podcast, and we're going to be having episode two dropping of Dispatches from Reality with Scipio Eruditis. If you didn't check out episode one, you need to go check out episode one, man. That podcast is, that's dope, dude. Dope knowledge. The production sounded great. I love the intro and the outro. Great subject matter. We're really proud to have him on our team and proud to have Stid as well. So you guys go support those podcasts. And uh, with no further ado, we're going to get started tonight on some of these emails. I'll let uh, Alex and Claude say what's up to you guys. Hey, everybody. Uh, pumped to be here tonight. Already having some laughs backstage, uh, thinking about some fermental condoms that we can start handing out, help, helping the kids protect their domes. And uh, man, we're just, we're just full of good ideas. So, man. <laughs> Dude, that's why I couldn't talk, man. If you guys heard me in the beginning, I'm like fumbling my words and uh uh because uh, they're sending me this stuff on a live chat and I'm reading these freaking ridiculous messages that they're sending me. So I'm trying to keep it clean. They're trying to throw me off my uh off my stallion over here. So you know anyways, what's up, Claude? Nothing much. I'm love I'm loving it. The same same way that Alex is. I'm trying to come up with them, but Freaking Alex has to come up with the best quotes and I come up with, oh, help your head. It's like, nah, that's not the same as protect your dome. No, no, Alex has got it, man. Tell it, yeah. Oh, man. Some of us are insanely talented in weird ways, so I don't know if I can ever monetize this, but whatever. I'll do my best for you guys. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. 
Yeah, when you guys see this gear and some of the slogans that he came up with, I mean, we got Firmamental Canada gear, we got Firmamental New Mexico gear, Firmamental American gear. We got, oh, the phone covers are dope. And he did an AR-15 shirt. And uh, it shows a AR-15 and underneath it, it says Rapid Fire Truth. That shirt is dope, man. That's that's definitely one that I'm going to have to cop. But uh, yeah, so we are uh, going to go ahead and uh, and start reading some of this uh, Firmamentalist email that we've been getting. I know the guys want to get into that, but you got anything that you want to mention or, or say to the listeners out there before we... First off, thank you guys too. Uh, the numbers just keep climbing and climbing. And every time I look, we're just hitting new heights. And thank you guys for the support and the love. And we've gotten more than a handful of emails and messages of people telling us this is their favorite podcast in the world. You, you know how many podcasts are out there? I mean, millions. So the fact that you guys are saying that is super humbling and we're very appreciative and we genuinely love you guys from the bottom of our heart. So thank you guys for, for supporting this movement and supporting this podcast and, and go and support these other ones that we're boosting now too. So I went to bed on Friday night and I was just laying there before I fell asleep and I was just like, I can't believe how many amazing people we've got to meet and talk to. People I've never could have ever imagined meeting. And, and here we are and it's just like, man, these are just regular people, just like, just like us, but we're all just leveling up and, and, and doing amazing things. And it's, it's pretty cool to be in the arena. I was telling Raul, I'm like, Man, people can say whatever they want to about us, but at least we had the balls to step into the arena. And we might take some shots in the future, but it's all good. We're strong. There's three of us. I'm we're excited. Talking about, talking about having the balls to get in the arena. One of the emails that we talked about, talk, that we're going to bring up, talks about having some some iron balls. So we'll get into that. It's pretty hilarious. One thing I want to mention about the emails um, some of them are pretty lengthy and I'm not upset to read them all. It's got some great content, but some of them, uh, I'm going to have to shorten them. I'm taking executive lead here and I'm going to shorten some of them I'm reading, um, uh, I'm looking for pamphlets and I'm getting uh, short stories. <laughs> I'm not upset with it, but it's, uh, it's taken a lot of time and I am not good at keeping a good read for that long, especially co cold reads. So if the audience speaking to you guys directly right now, if you guys want to do us a real good solid, go to SpeakPipe. You can put tons of intonation, nice mm. emotion in your voice. Keep using SpeakPipe. I got a few of those, and I'm going to put together a special SpeakPipe episode just for that. I just need a couple more um, uh, messages. So they're going to be a few from the past, and I apologize for not getting it out right away, but I don't want a five-minute episode. I want more SpeakPipe. So let's get some more people on that. Yeah, so you guys heard that. You got to go to the firmamentalpodcast.com. There is an option to leave a SpeakPipe message. Claude said it's up to five minutes you have. So go ahead and fill up the whole five minutes. Uh, we'll play it. We're going to have an episode. And that's a great way to interact. And, and, and like we said, instead of reading these super long emails, which are cool and we're appreciative for, I'll take the time you want to write to me. When I have the time, I'll sit down, I'll read through it, and I'll try to respond as best as I can. But just know we're starting to get a lot of these things. And I'm really bad on keeping up on this stuff. So that's why I'm glad I have Alex and Claude with me. But uh, hit their inbox too. It and yeah. some of this stuff too, because I'm really bad, man. You guys, that's not one of my strong points is like staying on top of stuff like that. I'll just admit it. I do try to though, uh, respond to every email I get. I apologize if it's not as lengthy, uh, message that I send back to you as you've sent to me, but I am super appreciative for it. And I do share all of them with the guys. I do forward them, you know, and that's why we're doing this now. So 
Uh, but use that speak pipe message system. You want a, a detail, you know, and like you said, it's in your own voice. So anything that you want to, you know, enunciate and put that oomph behind and there's your, there's your way to do it. Yeah. Get creative about it. And one more thing, if you guys got way more than just two to five minutes for speak pipe, record it on your phone and send it to me on an email. I'll spruce it up a little bit with the audio and I will get up to a 10 minute file. If it's 10 minutes, I might trim it down a little bit, but, um, <laughs> You know, try, give, give me some good quality content and I'll throw it into its own episode. Well, I guess without further ado, I, I'll read the first one, Claude. Is that good? Yeah, that works. All right. We got uh, Nicholas from Argentina. Shout out. I mean, Argentina, that's pretty far from where I am. <laughs> far <laughs> from where we are, yikes. <laughs> doesn't get much further than that. So if I was in the Arctic, then maybe it would be the complete opposites, but Hi, I'm Nicholas from Argentina, a listener of Firmamental Podcast since day one. Discovered the podcast through the Flat Earth Files episode that you guys did with George. Just wanted to see if I could get the audio from the Mandela Effect episode to listen to it and decide what to think about that. Thank you so much. Keep it up. Gracias. So, of course, we're going to send him the, the audio and, and he can can do what he will with it. But uh, no, yeah, I yeah mean, so I, I sent him his, correct? Am I correct on that, uh, Raul? Yes, I believe I, I, yes, I believe that I sent that out. So you should have already got that by the time you hear us reading this email, but we didn't yeah. want to start reading some of these e emails. So thank you for sending us that because in the elephant in the room, we did mention if you guys want any of those audio files that got pulled, you know, we still have them in our libraries and we're more than willing to share them with you. So you already got that. Appreciate the love all the way down from Argentina. You know, Argentina, isn't that the bottom of South America, too? It is, yeah, it is. Isn't that the worst yeah. part of South America? That's what I... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> wow, but now, now we are enraging the fact. I know. Yeah, man. I, know. <laughs> I don't think that's... No, a no I'm man. I'm no joking, Nichols. <laughs> well, isn't, it, isn't there a conspiracy theory, though, that that's where the uh, Nazis went? Oh, no, that's, that's not conspiracy. Yeah, that's on who? Yeah, that's yeah. fact now. Now that it's yeah, a conspiracy about it, it's fact. There's no way around it. Who knows? Nicholas is probably a Nazi. Look at his name. Oh, my God. Dad, you need to stop now, man. We're <laughs> joking, Nick. Nicholas, we're joking. I'm so joking. Who, who invited <laughs> this guy to the podcast? This is why I don't get invited, oh, man. <laughs> All hate mail goes Whoa. directly to uh, Claude's email, please. Bye yeah, oh, it's awesome. <laughs> okay. I'll take the next one. All right. This is Dan from Gold Bar. Hopefully, I don't screw it up with Dan either. Um, let's see. Raul. This is for you specifically, but he, um, we're just going to say from a mentalist. This is Dan from Goldbar. I just wanted to thank you all for your content and your giant nutsack that you must have to put yourself out like this. Thank you so much. And I mean that to all of you. Alex and Claude, way to go, guys. Thank you. I try my best, even though I insult you guys sometimes. Uh, check out this picture from a skydiver. It's got a rainbow, oh, excuse me, a round rainbow. What do you think about that? Hey, guys, real quick. What do you think about round rainbows? I don't know. I haven't really looked into it that much. Right. I actually learned about that in physics class back in back in the day. If if the if the ground isn't in the way, then it it will make a complete circle. It'll just make a complete circle. Like if it's in the atmosphere, if there's enough moisture in the atmosphere, it would make a complete circle. Like this is how it works. But it it is awesome to see. If you could see the whole thing, that is awesome. Let's see what else he says. He says, "I made some electric culture antennas and stuck them in the ground, and they seem to be working quite quite well." What's an electric culture antenna? You guys know what that sounds like some old world order stuff, harnessing. Sounds uh, like Nikola yeah. Tesla stuff. Yeah, what in the world? Yeah. Uh, Dan, send us another email about this. This makes no sense to me, and I want to see pictures. 
This, oh, by the way, I was on the Flat Earth Reality with Robert Lick a couple weeks ago. Look at him. He's getting all the rounds. All right, cool. Well, I'm going to go check out his episode after this. It's been a while, but I will check out your episode there, Dan. Nice. You know, when I was a power electrician, um, we actually had to do training for if a power line ever went down and we had to like get out of our vehicle and, and move away, we would actually have to shuffle our feet very closely together because if you have a, a step potential, it would actually come up through one leg roast your crotch and then come down through the other leg back oh man so you got to protect your nuts <laughs> that giant nut sack that he said that you got that we got you got to protect it you got to protect it exactly. along there's no way to do this show without protecting <laughs> <laughs> hey thank you dan thank you for the love you know we we try to do our best to bring top quality stuff but we talk about the things that we like to talk about we talk about things some things we're not completely versed on but we love to hear about some of these new concepts like listen i'm i have to dig into this tartaria old world stuff I, you know these mud floods i i know a little bit but you know talking to some of these interesting people that we bring on and people that are researching different subjects and and yeah we get presented with a lot of interesting stuff so you know uh just look forward to bringing more crazy content and speaking our minds because we will always do that here on firmamental we don't care about the pushback. All right, here, some, here comes the next one. Uh, I believe this one's from Milton, right, uh, Claude? Do you want to skip that? I'm going to come back to that one. I just, uh, I actually didn't format it properly. If you go straight to James from Michigan, I will hit Milton afterwards because that yeah. one is uh, split in two for some no good reason. Stay tuned for Milton. So James from yeah. Michigan. I've been to Michigan, just so you guys know. I've probably traveled more of America than both of you together, just so you know. Uh, you very much may have. I hit like, 20 of the states but that's it okay i've never been to hawaii or alaska but alaska on a motorcycle would be pretty sick okay sorry james um hey raul hey thanks james for uh totally ghosting me on that all right <laughs> and i gotta get I, I want my own separate groupies from raul just fermentalists out there for all of you that love me and not raul just like hit me up and <laughs> Well, I want to make him feel bad, okay? This make it known, reason. too. Yeah, yeah. Give all the comments and compliments to Alex and then throw Alex uh, Raul under the bus every time. Do it. And I can't take criticism, so please just positive stuff because I will fold up shop and I will, like, hide. <laughs> all right. I am, I am not as strong as Raul. All right. Hey, Raul, this is James from Michigan. I love the podcast, bro. I've been listening since you appeared on Flat Earth Files. George, I like you. I, like you, am sold out Bible believer and I'm underground hip-hop head. So I was listening to your latest episode with Kerwin talking about Mandela Effect and I had to speak up. It's not that I am closed-minded, but the Mandela Effect never felt real to me. It seems like a psyop to sow mistrust in the Bible. But when he mentioned the Lord's Prayer phenomenon, I stopped the show and looked it up because I was sure it did say trespasses in either the Matthew 6 passage or Luke 11 passage. My head was spinning when I couldn't find it. I was thinking about this all day and just about to accept the fact as legit. But then I thought to search online of the Roman Catholic Our Father Prayer and voila, there it is, trespasses. Then I looked up the Greek Orthodox trespasses. So I come to the conclusion that it's more logical that the church uh, men in, in brackets have written a version that used that was used in the mass for centuries, drilling trespasses into the minds of the masses. Meanwhile, the word has been saying debts all along. Hmm. Why might corrupt churchmen not want us to pray to be forgiven our debts as we forgive others' debts? Now there's a mass 
misremembering due to the corruption of the churchmen, not due to time travel. Time is not a thing that can be traversed, as the moon is not a thing to be landed on, in my opinion. I like the analogy. As far as the wolf and the lamb, that one's easy because in the same passage it says the lion shall eat straw like the ox. And I think you nailed it when you made the correlation to Jesus being the lion and the lamb. Conclusion, historically, people don't read their Bibles enough and go by things that were misquoted for so long that when someone actually takes to reading the text, they notice it. Like this one, money is the root of all evil versus for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Was the Mandela effect or lazy resuscitation? God bless, brother, and keep up the good fight, James. P.S. I'm not trashing Kerwin. I enjoyed both times you had him on. I just wanted to offer another perspective. And there it is. I think uh, James totally hit it on the head. I think he did yeah. as well. I think that was a long read. I think that was a long one. We might have to stop with a, a, a note when it gets that far. But it, it had some decent content. It had some good analogies. I liked it. It was a good read. Uh, and I, yeah. I surely agree with him because I, I feel like so many of us misquote things so often that you don't even like look back like i never read the bible to look for the lord's prayer it was always taught to me in school that way right so when it was time to go and during the kerwin episode and, and hit it and open it i was like what is going on here like i i really wasn't floored by it i just couldn't believe how how uh but different the translations are but there's many different bibles that are translated differently as well so what do you guys think? Yeah, good good points made. And uh, thank you for the email, James from Michigan. Uh, we appreciate that. And I, along with you, you know, initially it's shocking when you hear some of these things, you know, especially like I'm not a Bible scholar. And so there was things that were pointed out during that episode that took me by surprise. But after gathering myself and going and looking at it and, and talking to other people that are versed in the word, you know, um, yeah, I, I choose to think that the, you know, the Mandela effect has more to do with uh, man's mingling of the word than it does of the word actually being changed. So um, I'm going with psyop, not supernatural. And it just showed me that I need to be in the word more, you know? So, you know, there good comes out of all things. So, you know, I, you know it's all perspective and the way you use it. So um, nothing against any individuals that we had on our show, but I mean, it's pretty apparently obvious like <laughs> whose point of view that that uh that i stood with being that one of the guys it has a podcast underneath our show platform now so <laughs> that's that, that should be apparent enough <laughs> there we go there we go um i'm not gonna <laughs> not gonna take too long of this one and, and i'm not gonna comment too much on the last one uh last email just because the next one kind of follows the same line of thinking and just as a reminder to everyone who's going to listen to this episode if you'd like to hear John Kerwin's episode, just shoot me an email directly because I'll send you a file directly. No problem there. Um, but let's get into the next one. It's from Joshua Clausen, I believe is how you pronounce his name. Um, it says, dude, thank you guys so much for doing the response to John Kerwin. <laughs> a lot of, lot of messages about Kerwin. He's popular, uh, for better or for worse. Uh, and thanks a million to Scipio, he says. I've been spiraling about John's messages for like a week straight now. First heard him on talking... Or, excuse me, first heard him talking of this stuff on Cult of Conspiracy, and then searched his name in Spotify and started listening to all the episodes he's been on, yours being the last one I listened to. And I was getting the same feeling as you did in your episode with Kerwin. You really had me fired up with you, bro. Likewise, I was also asking God to please let me know if this is true, to please give me some discernment on this topic. 
And then I see the response from Scipio. God answered me with this, and I want to thank him so much for that. I truly was on edge for being deceived, and I asked him, and he answered me through you guys, in my humble opinion. Love what you guys are doing, and glad I came across you on Hobbs' show, where I heard of your podcast. Please keep up the great work, guys, and God bless you all. Always forward, Josh. Yes. Not sure if this was the right place to send this message, but it's cool if you want to read this on your show at any time. And guess what? We did. Also, this is the best place right now. Either send it to Raul's email, excuse me, Raul's email, my email, or Alex's. We will get a direct contact email for notes, something like notes at the firmamentalpodcast.com, something of that regard at some point in the future. It's just, it takes some time. That's it. But we'll get it figured out, guys. We're, we're just three guys with day jobs trying to change the world slowly one episode at a time. So we'll make it work. And that was Josh, correct? That was Josh. Yes, sir. I don't know about you guys. I agree. So excited to quit my day job and just work on Firmamental and the farm with you guys. And all I want to do is make content. So you guys just send us briefcases full of money. We will retire and just make Firmamental content for you constantly. That's all we need. It's very simple. Just send us briefcases oh, we'll of money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, donate large amounts of cash. So this well, it doesn't have to be cash, but just however you want. Hey, no, it's got to be cash, tax free. Yeah, yeah. Got to be cash. Yeah, it's got to be cash. In unmarked, so, yeah, I know, but uh, unmarked bills. No, you know, you guys want to support the movement. You know where it is. You know, um, you know where you can find us and go support too. Go look at that cool merch. Start rocking that merch. Start getting this stuff out there. Let people see. Be like, what is that shirt that you're wearing? And then tell them about this fabulous show that you listen to. But shout out, Josh. And I, along with you, I really agree. And I'm super grateful for Scipio. And uh, yeah, just like I said before, same thing applies to, to this. But uh, we appreciate the email. We appreciate the love. And we, uh, we thank you guys for being on this journey with us. And please send us bags of cash. <laughs> and I want to say I'm really grateful for the two of you guys because, I mean, who the heck am I to be reading fan mail? Seriously. <laughs> Like, <laughs> isn't that so cool that we get to read some fan mail and fan mail? Yeah, I can't wait, honestly. And everybody, firmamentalists, hold me accountable to this. I will design with my wife baseball cards at the end of season one of Firmamental, and we will autograph baseball cards of of ourselves and our guests at at different trade shows or different comic cons or whatever. When we like. Get Claude to dress up as Stephen Hawking and I powerbomb him through the table. <laughs> Just be ready because we are going to take over Comic Con and we're going to make it amazing. When did we decide I, I was going to be Hawking? What the world? I, hey, dude, the, the people don't know, man. Claude's pretty ripped, dude. He's he's an, he's an in shape guy. Yeah, yeah that's what I know. We can see that you, you guys. I, I want to tell the fervimentalists about this, dude. Claude sent me a video and he was flexing on me and he was doing some like fancy pull-ups where he had his legs like in an L position with his legs crossed and he was just knocking out like, what were those things? And then you're going left to right. Calisthenics. Did the just to, just to pull up with legs in an L position, just like how you said it, if anyone wants to know. And that's just like, I can do like three. So it's yeah, not like bro, something this, you're going left to right. And yeah, no, I just, uh, you know, like I try and I'm trying to impress you with something that does absolutely nothing for your muscles. It just looks cool. But why did you have to wear like the really, really short shorts with the half cut tank top? Like, why did you have to do that? I felt weird watching that. Did you? I was trying. I was trying to make you feel weird. I'm glad it worked. <laughs> <laughs> jokes, jokes. He, he was dressed normal. No, I think Claude coming on like, cover makes, up. Us, makes us more hilarious, right? 
No, it's fine. Dude, my favorite meme that you guys ever sent me was with that white boy dancing, dude. Like, and then you're like, hey, this is Claude. <laughs> no, but that is me. I have zero coordination. Zero coordination when it comes to dancing. Oh, you're yeah, a good rap, man. though. Claude did a rap song. We were probably going to play that on for Memento, too. Oh, no, I'll do better. You wait until I get a better flow and I get my actual rapper voice in, because until then, I sound like the white boy. Nice. Be looking out, too, man. I'm coming out the woodworks with some music here, so some truth community, and, and I will be bringing pure heat. And uh, I kind of got challenged to do something that I'm looking forward to having my, one of my songs on an upcoming documentary, man. We're going to make this happen. Yeah, just tease it. Just tease it. Don't tell them anything else. Just tease it. Though. Nope, that's it. That's it. That's all they get. That's how we do it. Mike Burgess. Shout out to my, my boy, Mike Burgess. Hey, love you guys. Just regarding the poll on subjects to cover, a lot Illuminati for sure. We got to talk. He wants us to talk about Illuminati. Hobbes shares so much, and I feel, in my opinion, the history on that is the most important. Expose the evil. Thank you guys so much. You've restored my faith in humanity. Well, you know what I, I think is we're like the Rogans, right? Like we don't have to be experts, but it's awesome to bring the guests on that are the experts. So if there's an Illuminati expert out there, hit us up and we'd. I think we would love to uh, to talk to you about, you know, the history of it. Because I've seen a lot of different things on the Illuminati, but am I an expert on it? Raul, what do you think? I, I know, I know quite a bit. So we can, we can, we can definitely formulate an episode, uh, but we can bring on some guests too that, uh, you know, I know, I know Scipio knows the occult and secret societies very well. So that's another thing too that I'll recommend to Mike Burgess is uh, go support this other podcast because you're going to hear plenty of stuff uh, exposing these uh these esoteric secret societies that are behind a lot of this shenanigans that are going on in our world. And, uh, we will Mike Burgess, we will Columinati for you, you know? Yeah. So, you know what we should do? We should intentionally put misleading and false information in our episode about the Illuminati. So an expert will come on just because they hear the false information. <laughs> no, I actually, I actually know. I actually have quite a bit of knowledge on this subject matter. So, uh, we can, be, we can put something together. But yeah, I would like to bring on an expert, and uh, you know that's probably where too we need to we need to bring Scipio back on, and uh, you know further push dispatches from reality. So uh, that's something that uh, we can ask him about the history of, of some of that stuff. So no, was, well, we're gonna have to. Was Scipio the guy that had the like he was in the initiation? Was he in the initiation? I think he uh, wasn't it his episode where he was talking about yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. something and well, they, yeah was that was that masonic yeah 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 a little masonic and that's pretty yeah. wild right so i mean yeah. he's he's definitely behind the curtain yeah okay we're gonna get him on let's uh let's move on to milton here and milton um i don't know if you knew this but caps lock was on don't do that with your passwords either uh just hey raul and alex so alex he's giving you love on this one. Ooh, alex man dude you got a fan i think you got a groupie yay me yay you First and foremost, I want to take the time to appreciate your podcast and who you guys are. You guys are great. I first started, you know what? I don't get enough love, but then again, I am behind the scenes, so that's fine. Uh, I first started listening to you guys through Flat Earth Files with George Hobbs. He's also great. And yes, I am a flat earther. Yay you. Flat Earth helped me connect to the light, which at this point I choose to believe is God. As you know, being a truther, you'll see the world in a different way than that of the normies. And once you go flat, you never go back. I know another word that rhymes with that, or another phrase. Mm. I even purchased my first Bible, the King James Version. Amen. I have notes on this, but that is a separate email. I hope so. This is a long one as it is. 
I understand that the government was hiding God and that most of the world was in on it as well. Everything is a business. We got bullet points here. Space is a hoax. COVID. Scandemic or plandemic. 9-11 was government made. Most school shootings were staged and scare people and banning uh, for the purpose of banning guns. Your vote does not count at all and elections are already elected for you. Pope being shot was an act to get people to feel sorry for the Pope. Pope John Paul. Virgin Mary is actually a pagan tradition. The um, Semir- oh, sorry, excuse me, Semiramis and etc. There's a lot more other points that he's pointing out here and that's probably the separate email. Seeing that most things we have been shown have a backstory that's been made up or excuse me, a backup story, a prequel if you will. I then saw everything as a distraction to God. Something to have people argue and in the process elongate the discovery of the path towards the light. I then asked myself, what's the closest thing to God that might be, or, excuse me, that might possibly be a distraction? I grew up a Catholic and you know Catholics love the Virgin Mary. To me, she was a distraction to God. A lot of Catholics would pray to her and worship her regardless if the Bible says not to worship idols. They even have a day dedicated to her, December 12th. Then I knew... Her story came from Semiramis and how she claimed she got pregnant by the rays of the sun, immaculate conception, similar to the Virgin Mary. I've even opened some people's eyes when I called them out for worshiping uh, Mary herself. Some people just follow traditions instead of finding their own true path. I moved on and wanted to become a born-again Christian, since I did not believe in the teaching of the Catholic Church. This is long and I am stuttering like nobody's business. I apologize, guys. I'm trying. Let's go again. Take a deep breath. But I kept digging. Again, I asked myself, what's the closest thing to God? Who is sitting next to him? Jesus. But he is the son of God. There is no way that his story can be made up. He resurrected and went to the heavens. He died for our sins. But then I asked myself, what does that mean? Did people not sin afterwards? Well, of course they did. We still sin. Am I really questioning Jesus? I mean, who else would resurrect? Wait a minute. Semiramis claimed Tammuz, or Tammuz, her son, resurrected and went to the heavens. Was Jesus' story borrowed from these pagan stories? I mean, the Virgin Mary did it, so if that story was applied to the Bible. Have you heard of the Mandeans? These believers are still around, and they believe that John the Baptist was the last prophet and the actual Christ. Jesus was a usurper and hijacked John's identity. There's a lot more to this story, but I wanted to see if I was being uh, heard first. I mean, to, I meant to express this for a while, but just now listening to Scipio's response to Kerwin encouraged me to do this. I'm coming from a place of love and not to ruffle any feathers. We are all from romanticists learning the meaning of life. Thank you for listening and hope to hear some feedback from you guys. Much love, Milton. Now, the end of this actually got me thinking. I don't know if he's saying he believes in the teachings of the Mandeans and that Jesus usurped the position of John the Baptist, who was the true prophet, or if he's just putting that out there to say, what's your guy's opinion on this? Because I would I think he's asking what our opinion is. Yeah. yeah. And I, I disagree with that. I actually don't really know. I, I don't know about the Mandeans, so I'll... I'll admit that one. I haven't heard it. I think Garrett actually talked to me about the Mandeans. I think he said that he met up with some Mandeans, unless I'm thinking of something else completely. But Aaron, um, the guy who does our outro tracks, uh, outro track, I think he mentioned something about this. He went street preaching with a couple guys and two dudes came up to him and they were, man, I got to figure out exactly what it was. It's in my WhatsApp chat history. But yeah, if they say that Jesus wasn't the son of God, then it's obviously... Yeah heretical according to the bible that's my blinder my blinders allow me to believe that only jesus is the the son of god so that's that's me and i agree with that yeah and i don't i'm not i don't know about the mandeans but uh like you said we're going to keep pushing the envelope we're going to keep digging we're going to keep talking about all kinds of things so 
that is something again that I'm sure will come up again in the future. But I myself, I don't know about the Mandians. Do you, Alex? No, but I, I was thinking like how funny it is that we just talk about like flat earth like it's no big deal anymore and i remember going on flat earth files and that was like my coming out party and now <laughs> we just we just talk about it like it's normal but i know when we had brian on he he said like man this flat earth thing is kind of triggering me and he couldn't couldn't understand why but he's not a flat earther <laughs> right and yeah, I, and i never and you know to be fair i don't want firmamental to just be uh, a flat earth podcast right we can talk talk about but i but i, I honestly do believe that you need a piece of the flat earth to ex like, you know, like Brian was saying to, to level up in, in your truth RPG game, like as we move on, because once you start understanding the realm a little bit better, um, it, it just helps you dig, but you got to get rid of the globe because that is like one of the big, big time lies. Right. And, uh, we need, I, we need to get Jay-Z on to the Firmamental podcast, obviously. I'm still stuck on the Illuminati thing. I'm like, who's who's the most famous Illuminati guy? It was Jay-Z, right? Like, totally on. <laughs> so, totally Illuminati. Do you guys think LeBron James is Illuminati? Yes. Well, I don't, okay, I got a question for you guys. What do you think it means when, someone's, when someone says, uh, I sold my soul? Or when someone says, they sold their soul? What do you think that actually means? Do you think that means, like, literally a, a handshake contract with Lucifer himself? Or do you think that means, like, like when it comes to musicians specifically, when you say they sold out, that is kind of an anachronism for sold their soul. So if you think of that, like they sold out, well, what, what do they sell? They sold their creative rights to this. Is that is that how far we're going to take it? Or do we take it literally to I sold my soul? No, I think these people in the industry and these people that reach the upper echelons of the music industry in Hollywood literally sign in blood with Lucifer. That's what I think goes on behind the scenes. You know, I think certain powerhouses, when they get to a certain level, they literally actually sell their soul mm. for fame and fortune in this realm. You know, is your soul something that you can sell though? That's my question. Yes. That's where it came from. You, th you think so, eh? Like, I, I, I think that we have free will, right? So one of the things that I even said on the Flat Earth Files was one of the big questions about my free will was wh why do I have free will? that I was asking myself and my mentor was asking me, why do you have free will? And I said, it's, it's so that you can choose God so that you can yeah. choose the right thing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I'm, I'm with you in your camp too, Raul. It's like, yeah, you, you can choose to sell out. You can choose to sell your soul in order to gain riches in this life. And it's just like, they show you in the comic books and the cartoons, right? Like they, they show you things like you make this agreement and it's, you make a pact, an oath, and and the deal is done, right? They yeah, is it legitimately? Like, go ahead, look go at Bob Dylan. Go look at Bob Dylan's interview where he he openly talks about having to pay the the well, who he calls the supreme chief, and he's all, you know, who I'm talking about. I can't remember the exact words that he did, but just look up uh, Bob Dylan admits selling his soul to the devil. Like these, uh, there's musicians out there that did it. Everybody knows the infamous story of Robert Johnson couldn't play a lick on the guitar, and the next thing you know, he's the He's the greatest inventor of the blues guitar, you know, the crossroads story. Crossroads, yeah. You know, I, I, I really believe that, that yeah, yeah, man. I mean, and, and Lucifer was the angel of music as well. So if you want a uh, musical power and musical influence in your, uh, you know, I don't know, man, I would never sell my soul and uh firmamental is not going to sell their soul. And I did want to touch on something because I heard Alex say something. I do think flat earth is a big key to understanding a lot of the other conspiracy theories and it ties a lot of loose ends together. And I wanted to mention this here. 
my pastor was going to play a video today and I noticed he was, it, it, it was going to have, it was going to do with how far back, you know, all this stuff that's going on in the Middle East, how far it goes back and, and what kind of prophecy it's leading into now. But what was funny, the guy had a globe sitting right next to him on his desk and he kept trying to play the video and he's like, it doesn't want to play now. And he just ended up having to scratch and go to something else. And the whole time I was like, man, I don't want to watch this video with this guy talking with a globe right in front of him. And he was trying to play this at church. And I, I ain't going to lie. During the church service, I told him, hey, pastor, God doesn't want you to play that because there's a globe in it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what's up, dude? <laughs> I said that during the church service. And I was like, yeah, man, God doesn't want like his people seeing that globe sitting right there while this guy's talking. Like, because that's not the place that we live. You know how oh, I feel. You, go listen to all, go listen to our episodes. You know, you send him the link to that Thibodeau guy? Um, yes, I think so. But dude, it's six and a half hours long and you know how busy pastors are. So let's see when he gets to it. But I did because that, yeah, dude, Pastor Omar, go look up Pastor Omar Thibodeau on YouTube under Hebrew Cosmology and watch that six and a half hour series. That is the best sermon series that I have heard on flat earth and Hebrew Cosmology, dude, that, that tremendous, dude. We sent it, I sent it out to uh, Billy from Permaculture Pimpcast, bro. And he just sent me mind blown uh, emoji. So I think uh, shout out to Billy Bond from Perma, uh, Permaculture Pimcast. But there he is. He's, uh, I think he's riding with Team Flat now. And I hope so. one more thing too uh, that I heard Claude mention that I did want to say we have been getting a lot. And most of these comments are actually in the Spotify podcasting app. If you go look at the comments from different episodes, but a lot of people ask about Aaron's show at the end of the or Aaron's song at the end of the show. And just like Claude mentioned, Aaron's the individual that 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 made us that beautiful song that plays out at the end of the podcast. So if you guys want to listen to that song, you want to download that song, it's on our website, thefirmamentalpodcast.com. Scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page, and there's a link to that that song right there. And um, we're going to put the link to uh, Pastor Omar's video in the show notes of this one. It's six hours, but... You you guys can suffer through suffer through enjoy an hour mental. You're gonna enjoy six hours of Pastor Omar, and I think it's actually Thibo. I'm not or, or Thibo. I think we're missing Thibodeau, I believe. Yeah, I there's something. Thibodeau. There's yeah. something going. We, whoever listens to it will be able to hear it, and the guy talks for himself. He's he's great, very charismatic. You can not, listen to it in segments, though. I think really. it's five parts all together, but somebody put all all of them together so all together it's like six and a half hours long you can listen to them individually but you can just you know just just go through it what i did is i just listened to the audio at work you know it's a yeah. video but i just left it playing with my phone plugged in and was just listening to the audio every now and then though he was like i'm going to show you this on the slide and i would have to go and sneak off and go look at my phone to, to go <laughs> see what he was talking about but man Man, that was good. That that was the uh, that was the best sermon series that I have heard on on Hebrew cosmology. Man, Home I really enjoyed it. Check it out. Uh, I'll definitely check it out. And he's funny. I was actually reading uh, Colin's book today. <clears throat> he gave me a sneak peek on his book, so I'm I'm already halfway done. And the guy's a good writer, so I'm going to be uh, you know definitely giving him big props. And I think he's booked for later in November. So looking forward to talking to him again. Yeah, uh, previous guest on the show. That's uh, Colin. Uh, folks, he's coming out with a book and we always support the people that have, that have come on episodes and calls become a friend of mine too. Me and, uh, him and, uh, Scipio and myself have a, a text feed that we go back and forth on. We always sharing all kinds of cool stuff and sermon series and different pieces of knowledge and funny memes and, and, uh, yeah, man, 
shout out to my boy Colin. Uh, congratulations on the book. Uh, you're going to be coming on the show. We'll be helping you push that as well. Nice. Okay. I'll, I so I'm going to be reading uh, Mario Vega's email, but I just wanted to quickly throw Steph Curry under the bus here. Everybody, go <laughs> check out Steph Curry's shoes or whatever his logo. His logo is totally a six six six. Oh, let me check this out. What are you talking about? So, I you know Steph Curry is like amazing, but there's like something wrong there. I always thought, man, there's something wrong. It's like this guy's playing with a cheat code. You know, you ever seen <laughs> Steph Curry shoot threes and shoot these like the guy can't miss, and it's like it's like he's otherworldly. And I'm like, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that conspiracy theory out there that something's just not right. Did Steph Curry sell out? His logo is a six six six. You tell me. Well, isn't it like the S and the C, and then how how they throw up, you know, the three, but they make it look like the OK symbol. But everybody says that's also the sign for three sixes. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, that's totally. It's when he throws up though. Every time he hits a three, right? So. Yeah, just like it's just like CERN. It's just like uh, well, LeBron does the that he does the triangle. He does like he does all that. Oh, the, his whole pregame ceremony, LeBron's dude is definitely Masonic. Yeah. Yeah, that one I would say actually I would agree with that one. There's yeah. there's no there's no earthly reason why someone would do something in such precision. There's another thing in witchcraft. If you're doing witchcraft, which rituals and anyone doing witchcraft, you don't have to be a female to be a witch. But anyway, moving along, anyone doing these rituals understands, and you can read their doctrine, and they'll tell you if you do it wrong, if you don't perform it perfectly, you can actually unleash that spell you're trying to cast on yourself in a negative way. So doing it perfectly every time before every game, the way LeBron does, so you can watch replays of every beginning of the game and you'll see it's exactly the same every time he's practiced this. There is some witchcraft involved. There's no question. Creepy. There's no reason. The guy is so talented. Like, why would he have to sell out? Right? Like, okay, if I want to become the greatest basketball player ever, I'm definitely going to have to sell my soul to the devil because I do not have the skills required <laughs> or the, the physique required. Right? LeBron James, he doesn't need to do that. That's the part that really bugs me. You know, like he didn't have like that to get there. 280 at six and eight, and he's all just muscle. Like that dude is built for this. There's no way about it. Right. The guy's just greedy. That's leave that to the, the yeah. little point guys like me to sell our souls so that we can play in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Well, I'm getting distracted here. Mario Vega, I came on board to the truth side of things when I came across a video showing me that our planet and every other planet in our solar system is spinning around the sun i think we all know what he's talking about which at one point i guess i could believe that but once they added that the sun is also racing across the universe this was my big thing too yet every night i see the stars and they're in the same location since i can remember it makes no sense and to add more to that all the 666s just with the heliocentric model alone bang mario got it Another point that got me thinking was the sun's rays. I have astigmatism. I view light a bit differently than someone, an individual that has 20-20. Every light source I see has defining rays. So looking at the rays created by the sun, I compare it to the rays a street light post creates. So myself looking at the sun and the light post that the rays come in at an angle, that was the proof that the sun has to be local. Your show has been a daily for me. First heard you as a guest on George's podcast, Flat Earth Files. Your whole attitude that you bring to the podcast is 100 proof. Thank you for bringing another truth podcast for everyone to come and to feel to express themselves. P.S. If you want to use this for your emails, you are more than welcome to. 
trying to help the cause. Thank you very much, Mario. I really appreciate that email. Uh, yeah, Mario Vega, dude. Yeah. Shout out, dude. Yeah, good email there. You know, Pastor Thibodeau, we're putting a link in there. He does a he does a thing about the Pythagorean theorem and about how if you have two sides of a triangle, you can figure out the the size of it. And he talks about the way the crispicular rays come through the clouds and that there's no way we have the third missing side that you can figure out that it's a lot closer than you than you think that we have a local sun and not a sun that's 93 million miles away. So yeah, you wouldn't be able cool. to get an exact mile range, but you would be able to tell there's not millions involved here. And that's just because yeah, you yeah. can't, you can't get an exact location of the three rays, but you can get the angles and the angles are all you really need to understand with, what was the word you used? Crepuscular? Was that it? I know. Crepuscular. Something know. like that. Yeah. Rob, Robert Lick knows that word. Something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that word. I'm not that smart. You know, I was going to say there's something about going to university as very much like martial arts. Like when I went to university the first couple of years when I was in engineering, I thought my shit didn't stink and that I knew everything about math, everything about physics. I couldn't wait to get out there and just start like pumping the doctrine out about how smart I was. And now, now that I'm an older man, 45, I can really look back and, and see that like cockiness and you, and you can see it. Like we all, we just like, go into martial arts class you, you get a few classes under your belt and all of a sudden you think you're you can go out on the street and mess with regular folks until you f around and find out right yeah and um it's really it really bothers me now watching these clowns on social media or whatever talk about how smart they are and how they think they got it all figured out and i i, I admit i used to be one of those guys so i can totally humble myself and you know when you think that you know everything and that you know better than everyone and you're 100% right about something, you're more likely to be wrong about it. And that that is like the thing that I can't stress enough to people. It's like, especially about Flat Earth, it's like just you're, you are indoctrinated and it's been many, many years. And yeah, I was 43, 44 years old when I realized that so much of the stuff they told us was lies. And I'm just, you know, I'm not trying to be in an echo chamber. I'm trying to still talk to other people and and get get our points across and, and talk. But once, you know, the information that you you guys and I have collected, we we realize that the stuff that they teach us in school is not correct. Well, our schools don't love God. You know, they've actually turned their back on God. These institutions, like, I think they're, you know, I would, I'm, now that I'm older and I look back, you know, even on my education, I'm not that much educated, but I did go to some college, you know, and I did get a degree in a field, but not nothing big, you know, just an associate's degree. And I became, you know, an advanced EMT, but I even go back and I look at like, you know, I'm going to choose now that I'm older to learn the ways of God instead of put my faith in the vain philosophies of men, you know, and, um, even I think about this, so there's a sociology class that I, that I took when I was going to school. And I remember, you know, I, I'm half white, you know, I'm half Hispanic, half white, but I remember do that class, you know, making me have like, make me feel guilty for who I was, you know what I mean? And it's just like, uh, yeah, man, I don't know. There's things going on in our collegiate institutions that, that I don't agree with, you know, and they definitely are, are, are pushing narratives to 
I mean, it's just a higher level of indoctrination you're going through. That's what I think. Yeah. You got to learn to really use your discernment. For sure. Uh, what do you think, Claude? Um, I didn't go to an official college. I went to a trade school and um, I dropped out of high school because um, of a bunch of different reasons. But basically, no one's ever asked me for a high school diploma. And I'm sorry, guys. There's no way you can see me right now with the way that my computer screen is set up. There is no way. It's, <laughs> it's not bright enough. Is that better? I think that's better. Uh, no, you're fine. Anyway, there's... It looked like you were having a seance. <laughs> I know. There's like a candle going on in the corner here. It does not look good at all. Illuminati. Uh, yeah, we were just talking about it. And I'm telling you how I dropped out and how I can't even afford my electric bill. No. Okay. So, I think... The more you know, the more you realize you don't know. And I'm one of these guys who wants to know everything. I want an answer for every single thing that there's a, that there is out there. Not that I will know it and that I'm going to be the smart guy. I just want to know that there's an answer for everything. And I want to know what it is. But sometimes the answers you get are, are just complete and total nonsense. It's just bullcrap. That's just, that's the answer that you get. And there's, okay, so when I was in elementary school, I was homeschooled. In middle school, I was homeschooled. In high school, I did one year public school. And then after that, I dropped out because they tried to restart me just because I moved states. But during elementary school, my brother told me, my oldest brother, he told me, hey, um, what you're learning right now in elementary school is a lie. And I was like, what do you mean it's a lie? You know, American history kind of stuff. I was like, what do you mean it's a lie? How, how do you know? Well, he had talked to a couple older people and they told him, yeah, college history is where it's at because that's where you get the real meat and potatoes. And I was like, oh, so there's a different story. Okay, cool. Then I learned that college history is wrong, too, because they only go through a little bit. And I learned that from George Hobbes, because he's talking about the USS Liberty and that you get barely a footnote in your history books on that. And that's the advanced history class. And I'm like, if you want the real truth, you got to get a book. And even that book could be wrong. So you got to read as much as you possibly can. So for you or anyone to think that you have all the information, it's just wrong. And this is what I love so much about podcasts. This is what I love so much about our show, about George's show, about every show you can listen to is you'll have all the all the experts on. And even if you don't have them, you can listen to another one and get that guy on your own show and you can talk to him directly. Ask him the questions you want to ask. It's just, why not? You have time. It's a podcast. You got, you got weeks, you got months, you got all the time in the world. And when you got him on, you got him on for three, four, five hours, as long as it takes to get that conversation going. And I think that's the best way to learn. Like, why not? You know, like you don't have to be watching a video. You can be working. You can be washing dishes. You could be driving and not worrying. It's just, to me, I think that's where you're actually learning. I think college is a, a crock of crap is <laughs> a nice way to say it. Yeah, I just, you know, really go look at the Rockefeller indoctrination system and who controls our educational systems. And you, you'll, you'll see that it was a system set up to produce uh, mice to keep the wheels turning. And if you don't want to keep the wheel turning, they'll just replace you with another mouse. Well, that'd be yeah. said, the... Uh, the trade schools, that's where it's at. I mean, you don't yeah. need a lot of the fluff. It's like, you want to you wanna be an electrician? You want to be a plumber? Here, here's what you need to know. We don't care about the other crap. This is what you got to do. Let's go do it. Just get on your way about it. Yes, that's exactly it. Okay, I got a flashlight going. That's better, but it's like bright in my face. Um, no more seances. You know, you can't have a seance with a flashlight. It, it ruins everything. Um, okay, guys, I just wanted to let you know, I have a uh, soft out. I have to be out of here pretty soon here. Um, but I think there's one more thing that we want to talk about. Um, is that in the notes? Am I talking about here or is that something that we're saving and teasing for next time? I 
Thank uh, you. I think we've gone through all the emails, Raul. So uh, uh, we've we've had more, you know. Like to be honest with you too, like the show's been going for a while now, and I had to clear up some space. Like I do a lot of this stuff on my phone, and I lost a bunch of emails that were sent to us. So I apologize if you didn't get your email, row. But start using that SpeakPipe message system. That's what we really want to push people to do. So do that. I think we were going to try to read some of the comments off of the Spotify for podcasting app. Um, because we just, you know, those are a lot shorter. They're not big old long emails. They're just comments people leaving on the show, you know, and I think there are some, uh, some questions in those, but we can always come back and, and do some more of those at a later time. I can do a few of those right now, if you'd like, just highlight a few. Yeah, you can hit them hit with a few. Okay, cool. Then we'll start with Hillary's episode. That was back on, what was it? October 19th, uh, October 9th, that one was, uh, uploaded. So we're just going to go back from there. And we just got a few comments. Uh, one from Daddy Roo. It says, what an amazing testimony and an encounter with Christ was beautiful and a heartfelt revelation. This is a stunning episode. This could help a lot of people out there with addiction issues. I think so too, Daddy Roo. I mean, I wasn't there for the interview, but I heard it and it sounded just the way you put it down. It's beautiful. And you got another comment. It says, Hillary is a beautiful soul. Saddened that all that kept her down, but encouraged by her virtue. God bless. We're going to move up a little bit. We're going to do the hot takes with Derek Stitt comment right here. Uh, okay, we got three, three comments. We got, I love Scipio. Super excited he's doing the podcast and joining the gang. This is the best news. Bravo, guys. And that's from Angelina. And you got, uh, Edwards, excuse me, Edward SMG. Oh, shoot. Look at this guy. He's got an SMG. Uh, Herm Edwards was the coach. No relation. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't focus enough okay, on the show. So, so, so in that episode, uh, Alex brought up the, 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 Kansas City Chiefs player that murdered him that that murdered himself committed suicide in front of the coach. Gotcha. And uh, we couldn't think of the coach's name. It was Herm Edwards. How could I forget that man? Herm. Ah, uh, no wonder he said no relation because his last name is Edwards. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Oh, he just knew. He just knew. Then you got Derek Gunner eighty nine. Yo, yo. Thanks to all you on the Firm Fam team for having me back on the show. Oh, there's Derek. It's Derek. Uh, can't wait to keep the ball rolling and get Alex Rowell back on talking sit pot and rant some more st- rant about some more stuff. Look at this guy. Where are we at here? Let me see. Do we have any more comments? Oh shoot, we already got some comments on Hibbler. Like always, amazing. Thank you for your work, guys. Great interview. Keep it up. That's from Henry. That might be the same Henry. Um, great to see you guys blowing up. I knew you would. Eddie Bravo is next. <laughs> we'll see about Eddie Bravo. Now we're gonna get it. Yeah. See. All right, there's there's a few of the comments that we got. I will actually make a full-on episode reading most of these as well as the SpeakPipe episode stuff, and I might even get to get into some voice acting or throw in some AI voices just to mess around a little bit. We'll see. But um, that's it for me, guys. I'm going to sign out here. I'm going to let you guys wrap it up and um, see you on the next one. All right, take it easy, Claude. Enjoy your evening. All right, peace out, Alex. See you, man. So Google is just telling me that it was Romeo Cornell, not Herm Edwards. And the player that killed himself was Javon Belcher. He murdered his baby's mother, Cassandra Perkins, and then went to the stadium and killed himself there. And I was thinking wow. of green, but still. What? All three of them were African-American coaches. That's probably where you're getting uh, the, the hairs crossed. Wait, what are you saying? I think all black people look alike? No. But they're all they're all African American coaches, so I think we're just like I don't know. Yeah, I, I actually I thought Herm Edwards, but yeah, Romeo Cornell. That's right. All right. Well, you know what? He, Herm Edwards was the head coach, but he wasn't the the coach that he shot himself in front of. I bet you Romeo Cornell was the offensive coordinator of the team. 
Everybody, let's go do our NFL homework. I wish that I could uh, remember this stuff a lot better, but back in the day, back, you know, if you and me did a 90s sports yeah. episode, uh, I mean, the, the useless stuff that I have in my brain, it's unbelievable. I could baffle you for hours with the useless things I have in my mind of 90s sports, like college, every sport, baseball, football, NCAA, basketball. I know it all. That was Which my shout life. out right now, dude. I'm pretty excited, man. The Diamondbacks in the World Series and freaking kicking ass, man. They weren't even expected to be there. Uh, last night, they won nine to one. Uh, you guys know I grew up uh, uh, most of my childhood in Phoenix, Arizona. So I'm a big fan of all the Arizona sports teams. I mean, I'm not a big fan. Like, like I'm not as crazy about sports as I used to be, but I still do consume it. So happy to see the Diamondbacks there. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, man, I want to bring some more episodes, dude. We got, I want to do a, uh, another uh, golden era one because i did my boy guru some disrespect and didn't bring him up during the golden era hip-hop and afterwards i was like man how could i forget to mention gangstar and guru so uh rest in peace uh gifted unlimited rhymes universal man i'm sorry i ever disrespected you and i'm sorry i didn't bring up gangstar on the golden era hip-hop um episode i can't believe that that fumble that i made there but uh i would love to even talk some rock music in the future because i love i'm a big fan of classic rock and believe it or not, even your boys, sometimes I listen to, to country music too. I'm all over the place, but uh, definitely some more music episodes, some pop culture episodes in the future, but just having fun. Um, those are just breakaways, you know, getting out of the rabbit hole sometimes. Sometimes you got to take a blue pill with a red pill, you know, so. And it's, and, look forward to like, and it's fun to joke around. Like, it's fun to talk about music. It's fun to talk about, you know, life. And, you know, you and me were... I think the beauty of it is we have so many things that we can talk about and we're we're not just a one-trick pony. I think that's what makes Firmamental awesome is we're not a one-trick pony. No, definitely. We're, we have some very intriguing, very interesting guests. Um, I'm glad. Uh, looks like we're going to, I think next episode, we're bringing David Beverly Sr. back. Um, Alex interviewed him uh, last time. I, I had some things going on and uh, Alex held down the fort, man, and did a great job. So I look forward to get t getting to talk to David Beverly because a lot of the things that he talks about is in my wheelhouse, man. Artificial intelligence, Genesis 6, the Nephilim, like not to mention, man, I want to pry into more of this stuff because uh, Omi worked on projects in Antarctica and the North Pole. So uh, we're going to get into more of that stuff. He's actually shout out. I wouldn't even known about Pastor Omar Thibodeau if it wasn't for David Beverly. He's the one that sent me that, that sermon series. So you know, I felt I felt bad cutting it off because I probably could have talked to David for four hours easily. That's how that's how awesome that guy is and how interesting he is. And I feel like we just scratched the surface. So it's nice to have a part two. And I'm excited for, you know, digging in digging into the Antarctica stuff and the North Pole stuff. I, I think that's gonna be killer. Yeah, without disclosing the information, there are some big names that we are uh that we're talking to that we're gonna be bringing on the show here, and I know what's gonna happen but I'm not going to spill the beans. We're going to leave that for you guys. Just keep tuning into the show. We appreciate you guys and uh, much love. This is just the first episode like this that we do. Like I said, send in those speak pipe messages. Bob will put a whole episode together and we'll just play those messages for you guys so you guys can hear what the firmamentalists have to say. And uh, you guys want us to, to talk about other things. There's other subjects you want us to bring up. You know, more questions that you have for us, do it that way. We'd love more interaction with you guys. Go check out the shop. You know, you want to support the movement. That's one way you could do it. And uh, hey, you guys want to send a donation to the show. We'll use it to further 
expand our wings. Uh, we, we look forward to in the future doing things like, like video casting and, and video streaming and just keep growing, man. We're just going to keep shooting for the stars. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, yeah, we're, we're the next uh, Joe Rogan podcast. I, I already see it. Oh, you guys know I'm going after some UFC fighters. I'm going after some USC fighters. I'm a big fight fan. So uh, I don't know if you caught that uh, Tyson Fury and Francis Ngannou boxing match, bro. But dude, I know that Tyson Fury, and he's my favorite boxer. And I know he, he won on the cards, a split decision. But bro, he didn't win that fight. Francis Ngannou won that fight, bro. That would have screwed up. Go look at their though. faces. Go look at their faces. Post fight, go look at their faces. That says it all, man. Man, I was really surprised, man. Ngannou like... Man, that was very surprising to see him. That wasn't a title like fight, was it? Uh, I don't know what it was for. It was just like an exhibition match. Yeah, I, don't think that, uh, I don't think that uh, Fury's belts were on the line, but uh, can you imagine that if, a, if, the, if an MMA champ took uh, the lineal boxing champion's belt? Right. That, uh, that's crazy. I don't, yeah, I I don't, don't know a like, lot of people. I don't like what's happened to boxing, though. They, it's turned into like a circus, right? It's turned almost into wrestling. Yeah, Why these YouTubers... Yeah, this is, uh, I, yeah. I, you know, as a boxing purist myself, um, yeah, man, uh, the May, you know, what killed boxing for me was the Mayweather Pacquiao fight. That was such trash. And then I was just like, no, nah, I'm done with boxing. And that's, that's when it died to me. And that's when I became like an ultimate MMA fan. I mean, I already loved MMA, but boxing just died to me. And now this L L Logan Paul crap and, yeah. And Conor McGregor fighting Mayweather. Come on, man. Nobody, like, I can't believe that people fall for it and go watch this stuff and pay money and just line No, up. I would definitely not pay money for that, you know? Right. There are some big uh, MMA fights, though, some big cards that I ain't going to lie. Like, uh, I may not sport the ticket all by myself, but I think it's cool to invite people over and then everybody just pitch in on it, you know, and, and do it that way. But, uh, you know, uh, I do want to do an ep uh, UFC episode. Come on, Snake. We're calling you out the woodworks. I know he's a big fight fan. Let's uh, me, you, and Alex. Uh, let's get a UFC episode, man. We'll talk some 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 old school UFC because man, there were some battles back in the day that I would love to talk about. Some of my favorite fighters. There's a lot of th we want to have some fun, but don't worry, we're going to be bringing more flatter. I think I I, I think I want to put together an episode just off the stuff that I learned from the Omar Thibodeau series and read some of his fascinating quotes. And you know, we're going to get into more flatter stuff with David Beverly and some of these other guests that we got coming up. Go support Talking Stip Podcast. Go support the Dispatches from Reality Podcast. That is, I think it's up now on Spotify and um, Apple Podcast. But uh, I know that you can find it directly off Substack as well. That's the form that he's using to broadcast his podcast. So, because uh, as you guys know, Skip Your Aditus also writes on Substack. So, hey, man, we're just uh, building, we're building, we're stacking. Uh, and we got a lot of exciting things going on. Thank you once again. Any final thoughts, Alex, before we say goodbye? No, man, I'm going to go grab some dinner, and uh, tomorrow night's going to be epic, so I'm excited and excited for this episode to drop. I, You know, it's fun to joke around and, and read emails. I, I can't believe how much fun we had on this one. I um, I mean, I, sh I shouldn't say I can't believe it. We always have a blast, so I'm just grateful to be able to spend some time with you and, uh, you know, make something entertaining for the for mentalists. Real. Remember to protect that giant nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> From a mental condoms on the way. Yeah. And in saying that, remember guys, protect your dome. We'll see you next time. How do we find a 
Within these walls and chains As a teardrop lands Who is there to blame? Till skies turn